What do you do when being positive isn't working? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're digging into maybe a little bit of a controversial topic here on Business Mindset Mastery, and that's the idea of being positive. I think that sometimes people confuse being positive with choosing happy, being positive, with a lot of things. And it's this idea that if I have a good outlook on life, if I just keep walking on the sunny side of the street, good things will find me and I will feel better. And I think sometimes personal development and positivity get all mixed up and confused with one another, and people lose sense of what it is they're actually trying to accomplish for themselves in the vein of being positive. And I think that's where today's listener finds himself. So I am going to read his letter, and then I'm going to find you on the other side. Heather, I've been binging on your podcast for weeks now. Living in the Midwestern United States, I've been buried in snow and cold for months. The winter blues have definitely hit and being positive has been more of a struggle. I do a lot of things to take care of myself, but I can't remember the last time I just felt positive. I'm working out regularly, doing both cardio and yoga. I have put more attention on my food and diet. I'm sleeping regularly and journaling, and I'm drinking less. In addition to following you, I follow other mindset people and have read my fair share of books from the personal development section. I try to get outside as often as the cold allows and have taken to working in coffee shops to get out of the house when I would rather just stay inside. I don't think I'm sad or depressed. I've been those things before, and it doesn't feel like that. I'm just not excited about very much right now. I don't have a pep in my step, as they might say, that I usually do, and I find myself at a loss. I keep telling myself I just need spring to come, but I'm not sure that's all that's going on. I work hard to be positive, to be open, and to have a good attitude, but mostly I just feel kind of dull and dimmed. How do I get out of the funk? Okay, my friend, first of all, I just want to say, like, I love that you're being mindful about this. I love that you're being intentional. I love that you are thinking critically about how you're moving through the world and how that might be contributing to your mood and outlook. And yes, right about now, as, um, we're, you know, now we're, you know, approaching mid-March or so by the time you listen to this podcast, you're nearly done winter, but, you know, the Midwest likes to hold on to its winter for as long as possible. So you've been in a long couple of months of feeling cold, of having your activity limited by the weather. And yes, the winter blues are a real thing. And sometimes they're just a surface thing that affects, you know, our mood for a day or two. And sometimes they do become more clinical and uh, more intense and need more professional help. I am going to take you at your word that you have been those things before, either clinically depressed or, you know, struggling in some way and that you are not in some form of depression. I, you're, I'm going to go with you when you're like telling me you're in the moody blues, right? So you know yourself better. There's no way I can diagnose you through a podcast. I'm not going to try, but I'm going to trust that your self-assessment is an accurate self-assessment. 
you're going to have to do a look in the mirror and look yourself like in the eyes and be boldly, bravely daring with yourself to ask yourself if this is what's really going on and if this is all there is to the story. Um, but you're all, you're the only one who's going to know that. So taking your letter at surface value, you are in the moody blues. You're tired of being cold. You're tired of not being able to do what you want. You're doing your best to exercise regularly, to get out of the house, to move your body, to just get going. You're filling your mind with positive messaging. You're writing about things. You're doing all of the things. My friend, as I read your letter, there's something that's sorely missing from your rundown. And I don't know if you just didn't think to include it or if this is actually an accurate reflection of how you've been living, but where are the other people? Where are the connections? How in the winter doldrums have you connected to other people? What's the level of conversation you have had? What is the level of interaction you've had? Has the winter led you to be more isolated? Are you physically in the company of people? And when you put yourself in those coffee shops and do those things, are you making eye contact with people that you also see there? Are you saying hello? Are you engaging in conversation? conversation? Are you just kind of bitching and moaning about the weather to everybody and then moving on? Or are you having quality interactions and connections? Because you have done a tremendous job at taking care of yourself. I see all the things, right? Like you literally have done all the things that professionals like myself would pay attention to. Are you sleeping regularly? Are you drinking lots of water? How much alcohol are you consuming? Are you exercising? But what is grossly missing from your rundown is connection and relationship. And if you're not connected and you're not in relationship with people, even as a single person, if you happen to be single or if you're lonely inside of a committed relationship, but what is the quality of the interactions you've been having with people? Because a lot of times what ends up happening is we decide we're in a bad mood. We decide we're grumpy or we're irritable and we're just going to avoid people and we're not going to make other people deal with our bad moods. We're not going to make, you know, we don't have anything nice to say, so we choose not to say anything at all. And we create these isolative experiences. I think sometimes people who are location independent, they themselves can easily get themselves isolated. It's so easy to just have a work from home day, five days in a row, rather than kind of, you know, getting outside your comfort zone, inconveniencing yourself by packing up the laptop and the cords and everything and putting yourself in public and around other people. But this doesn't sound like somebody who's not taking care of himself, this sounds like somebody who is not engaged with others. And perhaps you're struggling with some loneliness. I think it's really common in a lot of the areas that get hit by winter, you tend to stay home more, you tend to go to bed early, you tend to not want to be looking at what the town activities are, or what's going on, or, you know, even people who stay at home, I was just talking to a girlfriend about this, everyone's home together for a snowed in weekend, but everybody's on their own screens in their own rooms, and nobody's really talking or connecting. So, you know, that's the best piece of advice I can offer you here. I'd like you to look critically 
critically at the level of interaction you've been having with people, the quality of interaction you've been having with people, and maybe that's what you need to start giving yourself some time and attention to. Because sometimes in order to have energy, we do need to get energy from the exchange of others. And this is clue from this is true for introverts. You know, we talk all the time about how introverts get energy by being alone and extroverts get energy by being around other people. But at some point in time, we all need some exchange of energy on some level. And that's what's missing from your letter here today. If if I'm missing the boat and you're going to write back to me and say, Heather, no, in fact, my relationships are good where I'm spending time with the family, I'm seeing my friends, I'm connecting through FaceTime, then, you know, write back to me and we'll continue this conversation. I'm happy to do that if I'm missing the mark and getting it wrong. But this, you know, if people are listening to your letter and listening to my response and resonating, I'm going to encourage all the listeners listening in today to look at the quality of interactions in your life right now. Because, you know, our listener today isn't the only one who's been stuck in months of winter. Our listener today isn't the only one whose regular way of moving through the world has somehow been hindered by cold. So think about for yourself, other than just white knuckling your way to spring, (laughs) what else can you do to start reconnecting and build genuine interactions and engagement with your friends, with your family, with people in your community? How often you just simply give someone the gift of eye contact and really like being genuinely, you know, connected to somebody. If you're good with those things, I'm just going to remind you of another hack that I've talked about in other episodes, but it's the idea that sometimes when people are just feeling the blues, right? That like, it's like, I'm not in a good mood today, or I don't quite feel like it. My back hurts, my head hurts, this, that, and the other thing. Something that can sometimes help is putting, in addition to paying attention to the interactions of other people, is doing a random act of kindness for someone else. So one of the ways that I work to sort of maintain positivity and a good-natured attitude in my own life is I have a daily goal of making somebody who's not in my phone or not on my social media following smile that day. So it basically means I have to make a stranger smile. I have to do something that creates a moment of light for somebody else. And on the days that I choose to work from home and I'm not engaging with the local barista at the coffee shop, sometimes that means, you know, going for a walk and interacting with somebody on the street. Sometimes, you know, the other day, um, I was like, it was, it was actually like, it was approaching the end of the work day. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't even left the house. I haven't done my make somebody smile thing. Cause I really do try to be diligent about it and do it every day. And I couldn't think of what I wanted to do. So I went around the corner, um, I bought bought a donut from the donut shop, and by the way, I get so many points for not eating said donut or not buying one for myself because I've been working really hard to take care of my body and I'll, you know, in myself, I didn't want to like spoil that or ruin it, but I walked around the area until I found my first homeless person and I gave the homeless person the donut and he said, thank you, and I went on my merry way. I'd like to think 
think he smiled. I hope he smiled, but I did a random act of kindness. And I think that sometimes when we're so stuck in how we are, we, we don't like, we don't turn that lens and realize that sometimes by helping someone else, by doing something for somebody else, it in fact gives back to us. And, you know, cause, you know, very few things are purely altruistic, I think. So, you know, yes, we do kind things because we like the benefit of what it feels like to be kind people. So um, go and do a random act of kindness for somebody and make that part of your daily practice for a while. And perhaps that will get you out of your moody blues. So think about what I had to say today. And if I'm missing the mark and you just needed to write more and you didn't, or somebody listening to the show right now, you're saying, yeah, Heather, okay, but, or yeah, but what about, I always want these conversations to be a two-way street whenever possible. You are welcome to write to me over at Heather at Choose to Have It All, and we will still keep talking. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.